and welcome to the podcast today. It's Friday, February 25th. TSA's own, Maddie's own, Gurkyville's own, Miss Bethany Urbanski. Hello. Hello. Do we have a delay? Is that is that going on here? Uh, no, they were doing a, an announcement on the overhead, and I figured nobody wanted to hear that. So um, They should, uh, first of all, at the end of our little uh, back and forth here, um, Whitney, Whitney Rofkar from Thread Marketing will be tacked on to the end of this podcast to preview Jeep Fest. There were a lot of announcements yesterday, and I'm sure you saw that because, wait, TSA wasn't out last year. Were they for it? Yeah, we were. You, that's right. You were at the Seagate Center, right? Yeah, because we did the Jeep grills. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. I remember the, I remember the grills, and mm-hmm. I remember coming over there to look for you. I couldn't because you're so small, and there were lots of people. And then you were like, I couldn't wait to get out of there because there were so many people, and I don't think many of them were vaccinated. Probably not. Um, no, they probably were. They were just fine. It was just a lot of people. And I think that's the first time that any of us were in an environment like that. And I think that was the lull before Delta. So um, I'm excited to see what comes up with Jeep Fest this year. There's going to be a ton of stuff, lots of new activities. I do want to ask Whitney, at some point, will this ever span the entire city or area? Because the way it's growing, I think that's that's very possible. Oh, yeah. I, I would not be surprised. I mean, they... I think especially like when they make it multi-day, you could spread it around and have like different events at different parts of the city. Yeah. Rather than just being downtown. But I do like that everyone comes downtown for it. So, um, Before we get into uh, our, our usual stuff, um, some, some fun things. You chimed in on the what do you miss about Toledo and you said what? Chi-Chi's. Have we talked about Chi-Chi's before? I feel like we have. I don't know. It was a Mexican restaurant, and they had the absolute best fried ice cream. Yeah. And the one we always went to was by the mall, like kind of where, like, Panera is now. Um, <clears throat> it was just so good, and I miss it. I miss Chi-Chi's. Um, it was like a – I remember they, – they had it where I grew up, and I remember the fried ice cream, and it was like a – I don't – I never remember the aesthetic or the decor being that nice, but it was also the 80s and 90s, and that wasn't really worried about. It was like, go in and eat your, uh, go in and eat your Mexican. But I, I had posted that because um, I was hesitant, but I tried to do it tactfully, um, and I put The Morning Rush and Sarah Hegarty. And um, it got a lot of people. Oh, I, got I like, saw that. <laughs> got like 100, 100 likes. I'm sorry you didn't miss The Morning Show. You missed Chi-Chi's more than us, but... I mean, obviously, I miss the morning show, but uh-huh, I still uh-huh, have uh-huh. this and the podcast. So, like, yeah. Um, the other thing I saw, um, what I want you to answer this question if you could. What else do men want besides sex? Money. Anything else? Um,. I, I, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Josh wants sex and... I would never think that Josh just solely wants sex and money. He's too nice. I mean, he is very nice, but, like, when you're talking about a, a typical dude, like, in a generic sense, they just want sex and money. Because if they have money, they can buy whatever they want. 
Okay, I don't think that applies to me, but uh, let's be less generic. <laughs> what What does Josh want besides sex? <laughs> does he want people to get the hell out of his way on the road? Sure, yeah, drive better. Okay, what else? Um... I don't, I don't, I don't know. It strikes me that as much as you love your husband and how great you guys are together, you know, very, you seem to know very little about him compared to other people. No, I mean, I, I'm trying to like pinpoint like what, what you're looking for. Like he would like a nice house. Okay. He would like uh, a good yard. Um, he loves his daughter. Um... He would like to travel more, probably. Okay, that seems that that seems reasonable because, like, you know, like that kind of stuff. Okay. <laughs> what was that? Well, that was them making another announcement, so I had to unplug the phone. Do you know, for all my years, and I'm going to come back to that question in a second. In all my years of broadcasting, I have never been invited to do school announcements before. Never. I do them all the time. They're not <sighs> that exciting. <gasps> Yeah, but it's just because, like, it's something that we all listen to as a kid and to then have that. In the, in the same way that, like, um, when somebody hears themselves on the radio now or sees themselves on TV, like, that's how I would feel. That kind of glee and joy, that's what I would feel if I got to, can I do the announcements for you one day? I used to do the morning announcements every morning. Oh, you were that, that nerdy goody two-shoes kid in school. Oh, for sure. Um, back to my thing, the, 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 what it meant, one, what, what you meant, what you men want besides sex. What do you sex? want, Eric Chase? What do you want? Shit. Besides sex and dogs. Oh, and my, good mental health. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's it. Like, <laughs> you said you can buy anything with, with, with money. I can do anything with my brain being where I'd like it to be every day instead of having to, like, grab it and put it back into my head and, and put the puzzle pieces back together. If I had that, I would be unstoppable. And maybe right. that maybe that's just why maybe that's just why I, I won't be. I'll I, I'll never be able to be unstoppable because I could do good, I could do bad. So in the meantime, to keep me busy from either of those, I have to just put my brain back together once every couple of weeks. I uh, I thought about my dad, and my dad would simply like. Um, you did not stand in front of the refrigerator hoping snacks will appear while you're wasting energy. And then my, you... The joke in my family was, are you waiting for the penguins? <laughs> he has to come out. And, and then... alongside of that, my dad used to, like, if he found a light on in the house, yes! in a room or a hallway that no one was occupying, he'd be like, all clear in the hallway. <laughs> and then he'd turn the lights off. But he had to make a point that somebody left the, the light on. Oh, he'd get so mad about if that. I had a, if I had a, a quarter for every time my dad pointed out that I had left the kitchen light on, even mm-hmm. though I was going right back in after the microwave was going off in three minutes. Um, I, yeah, I would, it's one of those get off my lawn moments. Yeah. If, if I had a quarter for every time Barry did that, I would easily be able to afford the bills he was expecting to get from those few minutes of the refrigerator being open and the light in the kitchen being on. Yeah. But then I developed the same thing. Like, I will go around and turn all the lights off that get left on. Because Josh does tend to leave lights on a lot. Which doesn't bother me, but I just make it a point to, like, go around and turn them all off. You guys have gas and electric, right? Yes. Yes. What, um, what, what do your bills run? Uh, especially during, like, during the peak times of the year. Like, now for winter and the dead of summer. Probably a couple hundred bucks. Like, two to three hundred bucks, I think. Combined? Is the average. 
No, they might each be like two, three hundred dollars. Wow. What are you doing? I don't doing know. He, I, okay. he, he pays the bills, and then we split it. So right. he sees what those are. I don't let, know. let me ask you this. Um, and I vanished after I had posted it on Facebook last weekend, but I'm sure you had all kinds of critical comments about it. My, <laughs> my thermostat stays at 62. What about yours? Ours right now is at 71. In the summer, it's usually 68 to 70. So it hovers around the same, I would say, through, okay. throughout the seasons. But when you said that, like, I... I don't remember your house feeling that cold to me. Yeah. So yeah. it must be really well insulated because, well, the one, the one, the last time we were over and you had your garage door open, that was cold. But normally it doesn't feel that cold in there. Like that, that if the, if our house was set to sixty two, it, it would be a refrigerator. It would be yeah. freezing. Yeah, I don't think the thermostat is a hundred percent accurate because uh, probably not. So when I was a kid, for whatever reason, I would always. When I was, after I would get ready for school in the morning and my dad had left, my mom is like still upstairs sleeping or something. I don't know. But my mom would turn the thermostat down. If I'm not wrong, I'll have to ask Paul, but she kept it at like 58 or 59. It was an icebox. And I remember asking or just turning the thermostat up. And then, uh, well, my mom yelled at me and she's like, it helps me sleep better. My dad at some point, um, when I was still a teenager, I was also never allowed to touch the thermostat. And goddamn, if he didn't know, if it went from like 65 to one degree up or down, like he knew it. It's like he got an email or something. And this was before <laughs> email. And don't touch the thermostat. Yeah, that's it's a typical thing. I mean, everybody's parent did that, I think. Right. Um, but I'm glad you noticed that my 62 is maybe in Celsius or in Eric degrees it's because... Yeah, it's not, it's not a typical 62. Yeah, and I'm, and my bill was still pretty expensive, like 185 bucks, And this is my most Jeez. expensive month month of the year. Now, I only have electric. There's no gas in the house. Um, in the summertime, oh, okay. I'm very fortunate because of all that foliage around the house and how few windows I have. Um, you have I, a lot of coverage. Yeah, I can leave the thermostat in the summer on, I don't know, it's in the low 70s. It might be like 73. It's not cool but it's not even warm and it's very inexpensive like I, I i think i have sometimes like like 50 or 60 dollar air conditioning bills in the middle of summer and i'll take that well, yeah your house is like a cave like there's no light there's like no windows you have one window i think in your whole house um, so it's like a cave whereas yeah. like we have skylights we have a big front window we have a slider window and like and it's loft ceiling so like our living room pulls so much energy. Um, I, I didn't even notice it when I was looking at the home, like how, and I'm good with this because I like the darkness. But yeah, I have the, the backsliding door, um, a window that I've never opened up the blinds for in the dining area because they're old. They really need to be replaced. I just don't want anybody to see them. Wait, uh, there's a window in there? Yeah, behind the purple curtains. Get out. Yeah, you can't tell because outside when you come to the front door, it's a very dirty looking window. I had no idea. Yep. Um, I have a window in the bedroom and then a back door in the other bedroom that is above the downstairs sliding door. So, And, and even the window in my bedroom is kind of covered by the house and also by the trees. So I am... I'm, 
Like I, I knew you. You, yeah, yeah, I knew you three years ago, or yeah. more when I bought this place. Like I couldn't have been lucky to to find this place and and get it for what I got it and and how it's how it's aged. Yeah, it 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 is nice, especially I, for what you want. And I live near you, and I would like to come over more often if, if that is okay. And I'll let you guess why. Um, because do you get a kick out of making fun of my kid? I do not make fun of your kid. You say she has a big forehead. That's not making fun of you. That's simply an observation. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I would like to come over because, especially after seeing her fascinated uh, at the park on Monday, and I could see she was eyeing those puddles up. Like, like that oh, was about was. that was about to be her best life. Um, like, she had no idea that, that water would pool like that. She was just familiar with drinking it out of a dog bowl. Or being bathed in it. She had no idea that she could stump in it in booties. Um, so I, I think she's hit that point where, like, she's an interactive kid, and I would like to play with her. Oh, yeah. It's it's like she's hit that that peak of monkey see, monkey do. So I have to watch everything I say, everything <laughs> I do, oh, because she will mimic it quickly. Has there been she's any more? Very, she has a very, she has very good coordination. <laughs> Has there been any more oh shit references or curses or properly used? Not not blatantly that I have picked up on. So hopefully that was like a one-time thing that we're just mm. going to forget ever happened. Um, yeah, I want to come over and... And, and this is... Re- I was thinking about this. Um, like, my dating stuff has been very slow. Like, actually really slow. Oh, now, I know we've had a pandemic and that, that dampened a lot of things, but like... Maybe because I left downtown where it's easy to be social. I have dated a lot less mm-hmm. um, where I am. It's it's introversion. It's laziness. It's, again, you know, setting. But um, you know me. What's, what's one of the really good things about who I usually wind up dating? They have kids. Yep. And uh, I think Maddie could totally, not that I want to date you or anything, or Josh, but, yeah, uh, you can't. But I can fill that void that I'm missing of somebody having a cool kid with Maddie. Absolutely. Use her, take her, whenever you want. Yeah, if, if, if you're serious, we'll, we'll put that car seat in the back of my car and we will go, go, go. I mean, I didn't say you could take her out of my house, but you can come over and try to corrupt her while I'm monitoring the situation. I have, I have, I have no intention of corrupting her. None whatsoever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, is that your dad's office? Is that, is that, has that always been his office? Uh, the new one? No, they just moved. Are they going to... That place needs a woman's touch. I, yes, I know. He, they're, they're working on it. It's, it's, two, it's two men in charge of it. So what does that tell you? Um, is one of those men uh, Tyler or is that Titus? No, it's Titus. Who's, who's Titus? Tom Titus is the other partner. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. I thought I was looking at like an 80s TV show. It's it's it's, it's not that bad, but we're working on it. Well, I'm happy to help if I can or and and they're going to have to do it themselves cuz uh it's a long wait to have anybody come in who's who's doing home improvement stuff or contract. Oh, yeah, they they have to do it themselves. They can't afford anybody to do it. How, so they had a place before? Yeah, they were right right across from St. John's in that building. That, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, why did they move? Um, well, they split from the Hans group, which was like the other half um, 
that was in that building and so they just yeah they moved to a different building um it's closer for my mom and dad which is nice so it's closer for them to get to work wait a second i would th- it's so it's on it's on central yeah where on central like what intersection or near what store um, it's in Central Park West. So if you're on Central between the expressway and McCord it's and there's big... like that car wash. Yeah, I know it. It's like you turn in like you're going to the car wash and you go back into the like business park back there. My mortgage lender is over there or well, yeah, he probably still is. That's a that's a busy intersection and I can't believe there's not more accidents there. How is that closer from where you are, uh, where they were, that would seem at most like equidistant. No, it's easier because you can turn, like, you can take the back road. So, like, if you're coming down McCord, you can turn on, like, Blossman or one of those and then come up the back way and turn right onto Central and then just turn right back into the... There's there's easier ways of getting around it. Actually, I think you can get to it from the back instead of coming off of Central. I think there's like sneaky, sneaky ways to get there. I, I'd love to know those ways because I hate going McCord North from where we live because it's basically a one lane road and it's not that people are driving slow. There's just so much volume there from how much the area has grown in years. Yeah, well, well, well. Well, well, What else did I want to throw at you? Um, who should be the next... Super Bowl halftime? Um, I don't I don't know. I could see like uh I don't know. It would depend on who they want the audience to be. Like well, if you want if you want to go like Gen Z TikTokers, you could do like Doja Cat. Or like that, um That's it's gotta be somebody Dua Lipa. I thought about her. It's gotta be broadly appealing across demographics. I think they're still too young. Um, are we close, at least with his popularity, not necessarily his age, to, to Bieber? I mean, that's not a bad idea, actually. Ten years ago, <clears throat> excuse me, like 10 or 12 years ago, somebody would have laughed at that. Oh, I'm sure. But he's, he's, he's more legit now. I think that would be a good idea. Um, or I could see like uh, Post Malone, although he hasn't he hasn't really had anything like recently. Um, the next Super Bowl is in Arizona, in Phoenix. I don't I don't know if they have any major music music people there, but yeah, I I figured since yeah, we had removed ourselves from such, from this halftime show, um, and it definitely skews toward pop culture icons and not like old rockers, even though I'm glad mm-hmm. mixing all that together. Um, the headliners are, are definitely pop culture people. And instead of old rockers, you could say old hip hop dudes, but they're still part of pop culture. I mean, you could do like Harry Styles. You could do, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. It, it totally depends on like who you want the audience to be. Harry Styles isn't even American. That ain't happening. Well, Okay. <laughs> um, it's just something to think about. We can come back to that because when, when was the when was the last time they had a country artist? Too recently. Like, what if they went? Well, I mean, they could go that direction, though. I don't they, know that Arizona is like 
a country type area, but it is in the South. Uh, Arizona, I think, is a, is a big melting pot for people who have moved away from like the northern yeah. cities, midwestern cities. Um, so it probably won't be based on geography, but just something to think about. Cause or you could do like a Latin artist. That would be cool. Which one? I mean, we just kind of had that two years ago. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just give it some thought. Just give it some thought. Um, I was uh, I was invited to be on Jaden's news program that he has every Saturday. And he has his own news program. I didn't even know that he does. He does a he does a weekend show, um, kind of like the the Jerry Anderson show where he just interviews people. And uh, Look I mean, at he, him. He, he'd do it every day. But he has a he has school. Um, he invited yeah. me on to talk about mental health, and I feel like such a failure. I had to deviate from the questions he had asked me. Let me see if and. He said, I asked him for the questions because I told him I didn't want to misquote him, um, but I wanted to bring this up for for on-air and podcast content. He, I'm going to try to get close with these. He asked me, like, how did I manage during the pandemic? Um, Are there any habits I picked up that I will continue? Um, He asked me if I, like, dove into different TV shows and stuff. But... Again, I had to deviate from what he asked me because he was treating me like I was actually affected by the pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) And you were like, I was thriving. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm like, I went to work every day because I was, I was, I usually just sit in a studio by myself and I had to kind of jump off and again, deviate from the questions he was asking me and go, look, I know it was really hard for a lot of people and I'm glad that more and more people have embraced taking care of their mental health as it would be with physical health but really absolutely very little change for me i felt like such a bad interview guest right you're like i was living my best life in my house by myself and watching everybody else fall apart and laughing at them is yeah. really what happened i was not laughing i did say that i was like i i had a lot of sympathy compassion grace and, and any kind of good feeling you know you at least one day out of the pandemic was like yes. like evil laughed in your dark, dark and dank apartment, and was like, now, now the tape, the, t- the tide has turned. I did. It was probably uh, two springs ago when I was like, finally, um, the introverts get to thrive, and right. the extroverts get to feel how we normally feel because the world is set up to embrace extroversion and not people right. like me. So, so yes, I did. And then I saw how awful these people were managing it and obviously all the problems that came from it. And, and I'll, I will say this till the very end. You know, we're, we may or may not lose a, a million Americans to COVID. Uh, we're at like 900,000 now. But tens of millions, if not several hundred other million people have been devastatingly affected uh in maybe life-altering ways, so. Um, I, yeah, I, if you're I, if you're going into college right now, I would highly recommend looking at psychiatry because. Yeah, we I don't need think you. it's. I don't think it's going to get better anytime soon. So I think that's a a valiant career path at this point. That and educators. Yeah, well, do psychiatry because. But buckle up for that. <laughs> um, what was the other thing I wanted to throw at you with that? Um, I forget. Uh, have you, it's, I am surprised how many people that are in my like little ecosystem, um, are interested in this, in this Ukraine situation. Um, and 
because I, I think most people that are are following it had no idea where Ukraine was. We're still calling it the Ukraine, which is an easy slip. Um, I'm not that far removed from that. I, and maybe this is because, you know, it's the news cycle because the news knows how big of a deal this is. And it could potentially, it it's it's not far-fetched to say that it could potentially start some type of World War III. Um, how much have you followed it? I have not. I don't watch the news. I don't want to watch the news. I'm just living blissfully in uh, denial right now. So I don't blame you. I mean, it's after the last, for what we just talked about, there's been nothing but bad news. Um, in fact, I, I tweeted something the other day. Uh, the Great Divider is gone. And um, COVID, has, as we've we've managed the Omicron period, like things have been pe- like relatively very peaceful lately. And now this comes up and I'm, you would think uh, this could u- reunify some people and bring some families and people with disparate yeah. ideologies back together um, because what's happening there, it, it, whether whichever way your political ideologies fall, like you've got to realize how, th- how awful this is of a thing. But then I'm like, you know what? I know where we are now and people who are on a, are on a certain side will, will damn how certain politicians handle it and, you know, continue that divide going. But I, I, I never thought, and I remember saying um, on the old morning show years ago when there was whatever current event story, I never thought we would have this, we would see this type of conflict again in non-African countries. I mean, sadly, this stuff happens in a lot of African countries pretty often. Um, we just don't see it as much as we possibly could. But I never thought we would have a conflict between two sovereign nations of this nature before because the best way to attack people is just get on the internet and shut them down. Yeah, um, but you have to, like, when you're dealing with countries that ha- are are powerful and when you're dealing with people in power in those powerful nations like i i'm not really surprised because i think there are certain countries and certain people in power that we know like to push their weight around like and they're not shy about that and so i'm i'm not really surprised that it happened well russia is one of them but you know they have had this uh, putin has had this and, and i we have to be careful because it, it this is a putin thing not a russian people thing so i'm i'm trying to be careful with right how right I, how i share that i i get your point I mean, we're we're in many ways always on a hair trigger but it's usually more big talk than anything and we're a part of that with you know the other superpowers like china and russia but i i mean look at how we've conducted things in in the middle east I mean, there have been many movies have made, and maybe you've seen some of them or examples of this, where if we're trying to take out terrorists, sure, there are people on the ground over there, but there are also like people, there are people in the military in trailers in this country just flying drones over and picking off terrorists. But um, I, think, I think terrorist groups are also different because they don't necessarily have a country backing them. Like, I agree. Like when you have a country, a.k.a. Russia, and you have the leader of Russia that wants to do something, that's different than like a terrorist group where there are other people that want to shut you down. I just, I agree. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a different monster. No, you're right. Cause I've always said over the last like 30 years, I would care more about the Olympics last 20 years. I would care more about the Olympics. If like there was like, I say this completely tongue in cheek. If there was like a team terrorist, 
Because as our, you know, Russian conflict and the Cold War things subsided in the 80s and 90s, 90s, um, there was no villain for us to, like, you're actually kind of rooting for, like, Mexico and other foreign countries. It was less, it was less, what is it, like, jingoistic, um, which is like yeah. supreme patriotism. Like, you're rooting for that, that runner in France or that swimmer from X country because it's a great story and there's no animosity. Well, um, yeah, you're more so rooting for the best athlete rather than, like, I coming hate, in for your country. Like, I hate Portugal. Like, how dare they? And the audacity. But to go back to your, your point of terrorists not having countries, for many years, like, it, terrorism has been supported by certain sovereign nations, some that we've already mentioned. Well, and, right. I, and and I, I never thought, I, I thought we'd continue to see those type of conflicts, but never anything like this, which I... I put this on Alex's radar. There's something called Godwin's Law, and it, it's, it says, I'm going to try to be as clear and as definitive and descriptive as this as, as I can. Godwin's Law says the longer an internet argument goes on, the faster and more likely someone will make a reference to Nazism and Hitler. Um, mm-hmm. And we've obviously had a, a lot of that misguidedly with um, with the, the pandemic and certain restrictions and mandates and, you know, yellow stars, people are, are dead wrong with that. But this screams of Nazism and, and it's very Hitlery um, because so far as I can see, like Putin doesn't think Ukraine should exist. Like, well, because he, Russia is kind of like the ex-abusive boyfriend. Like they already controlled Ukraine, if I'm if I'm correct. And so it's like, well, we're going to get it back. Like, we might as well have it back because we had it first kind of a situation. But he wants to eradicate the culture, like the arts, the language, the government, which is very similar to what Hitler wanted to do um, to the Jews. I am as careful as anybody making like Holocaust and Hitler references. Mm -hmm. But from what I've read about what Putin, how Putin feels about Ukraine, it's pretty goddamn similar, and it's it, it's really really scary. Do you do you think it's coming from, you know, he? I can see him as wanting to be. Is is he an actual dictator? Yes. Okay. <laughs> like I, they kill people again. Don't don't want to know. Don't care. But like, so you have a neighboring country that is doing its own thing, living its best life. I would think that that would seem like a threat. And so if you have all this power and you want to take over this tiny neighboring country, I, of course he's going to do that. I don't know where the time was now, um, but it is a place that is rich in many resources. And I'm, I'm sure that's one reason why he wants it. And it, there was a speech I believe was obviously in, in Russian, but some people had translated it, and I was reading up on, on that, which was almost his declaration of war. I mean, there are some... It was zealotry and fanaticism, the way he spoke about overtaking and retaking this place. Something like I never thought I'd see again, um, mm-hmm. because, again, we, we left these kind of conflicts after World War II. It's, it's just... It's mind-blowing to me, and I mean, we've never, I'm wondering if what's going on right now um, is how people felt in the, in the teens before World War I, but more so in the 30s and right before 
um, Pearl Harbor, where we got involved in World War II. I mean, granted, it was a couple of oceans away in different directions. So outside of some kind of terrorism, it's not like Russia's going to come here and show up and have any kind of winning military assault or, or even China. That's why they should just hack us and take us down. But like when before London was bombed repeatedly by by the Nazis, I mean, I people knew about it. They knew that it could happen. But from what I've seen and read, life was kind of normal. Now, when the first bombs dropped, it got it got really scary, really fast. But I wonder if the sentiment, at least in Europe, and I spoke to Philip today. He, he said, like, I, I should actually pull up his text because, like, Philip's there, and I'm, I'm wondering if. What the vibe is there in the UK is similar right. to what it was, um, knowing that yeah, Hitler rampaging through Europe, which is a, a channel away from the UK, and you, UK was still maybe the most powerful nation on the planet at that point, maybe. And it, and like you knew it was happening, you knew, you didn't think it was going to happen here, but then it did. Right. I just, I mean, they do they have allies at this point in this Ukraine? takeover of Ukraine? Uh, no, uh, I mean, Russia, like, does Russia have allies? There are two parts of the, of, of Ukraine that uh, are aligning with Russia that are near the Russian border. But okay. U- Ukraine is like, has everybody else? Has everybody else? Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I don't, I don't know how this stuff works, obviously, but I just, it's, I would hope that it would be everyone against Russia and we would just shut it down real quick, but I don't. I mean, and that's why we I don't know how that works. That's why we haven't taken any any like military action at this point. It's just sanctions to kind of squeeze Russia. Um, I te- when I texted Philip this morning, um, I said, "How are you?" He said, "I'm all right. A bit anxious lately." I said, "Why? Because you're on a continent with a war?" He right. Said, yeah, yes, that's part of it. I just talked to Danny that if when it gets worse, uh, worse if NATO gets involved, we will have to move back to America. So that's a better perspective on the situation than, than us so yeah i mean they're probably as close to ukraine as we are to california right i mean that, that's it's pretty tight quarters over there yeah yes it is yes it is and that that's how, why you know hitler was able to rampage through and, and overtake europe um that's why a lot of culture over there is so different you know i just use the, mm-hmm. the really weird example when people want bikes over here like we want more bike lanes and less cars this country's 2,500 miles across. Like, right. That's that's Europe. Like, your there are places over in Europe, there are countries over there that border three other places, and you can you can drive across these places relatively quickly. It is a completely different geographical situation. So right. right. I'm just I'm just kind of proud that people have followed it and have uh, a lot of sympathy for what's going on over there right now. Yeah, I know we have a, a exchange student from Ukraine here, and unfortunately there are a lot of news outlets that are banging down our door trying to get an interview with him and i'm like just leave the kid alone like it's not now is not the time like i'm sure he's dealing with his own stuff and i i just don't want him to be exploited just because sure you know he's an exchange student from ukraine like just not now the wood county sheriff mark i can't pronounce his last name but you would know it if you see it um Mm -hmm. like wazlian uh, his his father is from Ukraine. He and the sheriff said he spoke Ukrainian the Ukrainian language before he even spoke English. So he mm-hmm. did an interview with some places. Um, yeah, it's 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 scary stuff and something that we're that, that I'm certainly not used to seeing as I've already described. You know, 
with wars and whatnot, um, usually we're, we're, we're being the world's police officer or fighting back terrorism, not necessarily a country moving military tanks and personnel into a country, specifically one where there was Chernobyl, and if that bubble goes down, like, the planet's over. It's completely over. Yeah, I just, I don't want it to escalate. You know I'm about that, hope- right? Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I just want it to go away, and I'm just yeah. going to live in my blissful delusion. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, we are going to Columbus for states. Oh, Morgan Melkert's going, right? Yeah. Are you going to have all- in the car at 5 o'clock today to go down there. going to have all those kids lay around like they're in another cult? D- no. <laughs> No, we're not. Well, good luck to them. Um, what's Josh? What are Josh and Maddie going to do? Um, let's hang out with his pam or his family. I think. I think they're going to lunch or something like that. Um, what else can I ask you? Anything going on with TSA? How's Gurky doing? Uh, Gurky is on his way home from Florida, so he has had his nice little sunny week on vacation. Um, his mom lives down there, right? Uh, no, no. Both of their parents are up here now. Um, he has a sister that's down there. Got it. But, um, well, good. Tell him I said hello. I sure will. What's the, what's the next, is Stepping Out coming up? Uh, we're doing another virtual Stepping Up, um, to raise money for our, uh, student scholarships that can be used for private lessons and conventions and camps and all kinds of stuff. Um, so that will go out in the next couple weeks. But, uh, and are, are we near um, when the students find out if they're getting in or not again? The lottery yeah. was this morning. What? Oh, you didn't yeah. tell me? No. No, because I didn't want to hear about uh, it. So for those that are new to the podcast, much like the NBA does a lottery and there's an NFL draft and they pick <laughs> players and they come up and they hug the commissioner, I want to get all these kids and do the same kind of televised event. What an incredible opportunity Gurky is just passing aside. Oh, Maybe one damn. day. Maybe one day you'll you'll get it. But. How, how many kids applied? I don't even know, actually. It, like, snuck up on, on me. I, I didn't even realize until this week that it was happening. So I don't even know the stats. I'm pretty sure they find out by the end of today, I think. But... Yeah, I it just it snuck up and it happened and I was like, oh my gosh. So, yeah, today's lottery day. Suck it up, Earl. You're going to wait. <laughs> I know. I hate. I hate it. I hate it so much. But if we build this this annex, which we break ground in a couple months, um, we're gonna add 140-ish more kids. So hopefully, the the waiting list goes down. So good. All right, well, good luck at States. I'll look for pictures, and I'll uh, I'll text you later. All right, sounds good. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, I know I had promised that Whitney from Fred Marketing, uh, the director, creator of so much things for Jeep Fest, would be on the end of this podcast. Nope, she's going to get her own, but with another friend hopping on at the end of that podcast. So you get two podcast episodes here on a Friday.